When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. There's the thing about your movie, why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood French community. Unity, unity, heart, heart, heart. Crazy, crazy, What's going on, people? Welcome to another great episode of Hashtag TFR Observations or Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Let's check out the sound. Let's make sure that everything is going right. That way, how are you doing this morning? Well, I was doing pretty good. It's a, uh, a, a nice, sunshiny day again uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. I've been outside. Uh, I don't know why I don't collect both trash cans at the same time, but for some reason, uh, some, you know, I'm, I'm mincing my words right here, which is not normal for me, but I'm trying to stay good right now. So the bigger can is still got stuff in it. Everybody's bigger can is still out. So I got to go back out there, but it's about 70 degrees outside this morning. Um, and, and while I have on this long sleeve, uh, um, thermal shirt, <laughs> I have on the wrong shirt today. So, but I'm doing well until I just look to my left and I don't see my tea. Or my fruit and ginger. <laughs> it's, it's always something on a Monday. I had plenty of time. Because when I told you I was going to do what I was going to do, I could have went in there and got that. Anyway, <laughs> it's still a great Monday. I'm going to have to dip and go get that. But how are you doing today? Hey, you know what? I'm doing I'm doing uh, as well as could be expected under certain circumstances. I was going to rub it in, so why not? You know, soon that winter vortex is going to be coming. And, you know, out here in Las Vegas, you know, it's a little chillier than usual in the wintertime. But we're not going to have that winter vortex coming down, hanging on top of you. Just the winter vortex is coming, right? But anyway, I have my oatmeal this morning with some mixed nuts and fruit in it it's pretty good it's tasty thanks to my producer wife in there i love her very much thank you for the for the morning breakfast break the fast we want to say what's up to and shout out to people watching us on periscope make sure that you heart 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 us and follow us there we want to say Vimeo, make sure that you follow us there. Get you an account there so you can do your list of best videos. And we will be in there, most hopefully, most definitely. And of course, the Film Review Life channel 
on YouTube. Make sure that you get you an account so that you can start doing your playlist and have the best of hashtag TFR Podcast Live and the best of hashtag observations TFR in two of your playlists. That's right. So we want to say smash the share button, smash the like button, and smash that subscribe button. We want to see 10 to 20 new subscribers right there on YouTube on the Film Review Life channel. Yes, sir, as they're trying to clip us early, but I don't know what reason, but, hmm. (laughs) So, people, we have had enough time to sit and digest to sit and digest. And so we're getting ready to go on here and start with some memes this morning. Uh, make sure you smash the like button. Make sure you smash the share button. Make sure you tag your people in, in the broadcast, right? Now, we have had a lot of time to just digest what has happened. It's taken a whole week just to happen. It's just totally unusual what has happened. This situation with this election is just abnormal to say the least. Smash the share button, smash the like button as I eat on some mixed nuts. Right, look. What has happened is abnormal. So we're gonna take a look. So last week, we ended with incantations and spells and why people are the way that they are. So this morning, I wake up and I look on the internet, you know, it's just been one big, one big party loyalty fest. You know, one big, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a black Democrat party fest. And so I've been watching it. So one person that I have that, that is a entertainer out here who has his own entertainment thing going on. You know, that I have, I say, hey, you know, he's doing his thing out here. I think, you know, he's pretty good at what he does. I watched his memes, right? And he posted a meme from a guy that talked about Obama and and, and talking about the, fir- the first thing. Let, let, let me lay this out. First thing. People have a default mechanism. This is part of the incantation that we talked about last week. Got to catch up. Go back and listen to episode 53. You can go listen to it on Spotify after the show. All of the episodes are up. They have a default where they go back to Trump supporter. If you are not for the Democrat, then you must be a Trump supporter. Right? So there is a default mechanism that says Trump supporters, Trump supporter. That is a fail safe. That is a default mechanism to have a fail safe. It's a fail safe. Meaning that if someone doesn't go along with what you're saying, they must be a Trump supporter. That is erroneous. That's one thing. 
So let's 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 push through this methodically. Smash the share button, smash the like button. This is very important because we here at hashtag observations TFR have illustrated, have elucidated on the stance that we have, which is about American black people, right? Now, so we're gonna try to be kind because I brought some memes and I want to turn over a new leaf because I realize, I realize this after everyone really believed that the election went the way it went. That people are not elucidated concerning how elections actually work, right? So I, I came to that conclusion. So I'm gonna going to be nice as possible as we say this. Now, if you, if you are a person who is on the side of the Republican Party and you can't hear anything else but Republican, you are not speaking American black politics. Okay? So let, 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 let's, let's get this. Now, I know some, a lot of people who are listening right now, their ears are going to close. You say, yay, talk about those black Republicans, those sellouts, those coons. Okay. So I'm going to be nice. Before I get to the Democrats, let me go. If you are an independent and you are American black and you speak independent party, because it is a party, independent is a party. If you talk that and you talk nothing else, you are not talking American black politics, right? So let's walk through this methodically. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We have to be clear, You, we as a people, the many different divisions that, the many different types of things that divide us. We have to be clear about those divisions today to move forward because we have to at least agree to have our pedal have our foot to the pedal, to the metal, to push for certain things, right? It will be easier with a party that has traditionally been an opposite, uh, uh, an opposing situation in the psyche. It has been an opposing situation for, for nearly, uh, I'll give it a century. I'll give it a century. Okay. Now, if you are a non-partisan American black and you talk just non-partisan, we have to be non-partisan, non-partisan. The way to do this is non-partisan. You are not talking American black politics. 
Now, I know, uh-oh, everybody was like, oh, man, yeah, I like what you're talking. You're talking. You're really talking. You're really talking that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about the Republicans and the independents and the nonpartisans. You really talk about that. But, uh-oh, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to just turn off now because I can't take hearing this. Mm-hmm. I can't take hearing this, but take the medicine. Let's be clear, because we have to make plans now. We are about solutions on this show. We've given you all of the information necessary for you to go back and watch to or listen and get the information on your favorite podcast provider under hashtag observations TFR. All the shows come up. Google that one time and watch how that's building out. And then Google hashtag TFR podcast live and watch how that's built out. Okay, but look. Okay, look. <clears throat> if you talk, I'm going to be kind. I'm not going to use the label that I usually use. I'm going to be kind. I want, I realize that people have to get to the pages in the book. Okay. If you are a Democrat Party supporter, you, you, you support the party so much that you just ignore certain things, how Nina Turner was thrown under the bus, so et cetera, et cetera, and rolled over and backed up and rolled over. First, Bernie did it. Then a Mexican guy did it. Then a Mexican girl did it. And then a white... But anyway, if, if you... <laughs> just to be kind. If you don't know who Nina Turner is, as an American black, man, let me stay on. Let me stay on task. If you are a Democrat supporter, so to the point that you believe that you are actually a Democrat, actually to tell the truth, to put a preface in before we move forward, you are actually none of those unless you have actively run for position, been nominated or been placed in a position or have run as a politician in to run for office or have gained an office then once you gain an office then you are then most definitely a republican an independent a nonpartisan, a democrat other than that you are a supporter but to get you to believe, they say that you are and you are and you believe that you are. So you believe what you believe that you are, but you aren't, but you are in your psychology. All right. Now, let's take this. Let's take this very, 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 very methodically slower than what we usually do is. It's very important today because we have to make plans to put the foot to the pedal, to hit the metal, to move this American black car to its rightful front pole position to win this thing called race. Very important, very important. Okay, so. If you say that you are a Democrat supporter and you do all that, you and you do not want to hear anything else other than the Democrat way, 
You are not talking American black politic. By no stretch of the imagination, you are not talking American black politic, which gets us to our topic. That said, we're going to be kind. The title is kind of abrasive, like sandpaper being scrubbed on the back of a baby's bottom. That's how abrasive the title. The title is abrasive. Just think about that. Think about your knee and some sandpaper. I'm talking about the rough sandpaper. I'm talking about the sandpaper that gets, gets stuck over, right? And then you, you're just rubbing it to the white meat, beyond the white meat. This is how abrasive the title is, but we're going to be kind. Smash the share button, smash the like button because we have to have a plan or else we will see history re repeat itself. And what is that old saying? What is that old saying? The proof of insanity, I'm gonna put it in my own words, is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expecting a different outcome that and it is always the same that is the sign that a person or people excuse me back up i take people and persons out and put citizens are displaying signs of insanity. Displaying signs. Not saying that you are. We're going to be kind. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Tag your people in this because we are going somewhere. Get ready to put the safety belt on because, you know, put your helmets. Put your crash test dummy helmets on. Oh, they don't wear helmets. Put your human crash helmets on because... We are going somewhere. We're going to a destination. We're not going somewhere. We're going to a destination of making a plan to move on the, I was about to say it, the Democrats with, for the purpose of seeing the American black win within these first, the beginnings of the American black win within these first four years of Biden or Kamala, Kamala Biden or Kamala and somebody else in these first four years, right? And if we get these goals accomplished within the plan, then we will say, hey, that wasn't too bad, but you just coming up, but we're gonna get there. We're gonna take this methodically, right? Now, smash the share button, smash the like button. Subscribe to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Subscribe to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. All right, so now, the topic of the day. Some dance for their supper just let the fox in the hen house. 
So this is, you know, we're doing them in five episode series now. So this is episode one of Just Let the Fox in the Hen House. Some dance for their supper just to get some buttered biscuits. Some dance for their supper just to get some buttered biscuits. And you see in the ad, it's the fox at the hen house. And he says, I have some, I have some chicken feed for you. Just let me in. Now, our assertion on the show is that you have let the fox in the hen house, right? And I noticed on another meme, just speaking on people who are speaking Democrat party and not American black politics. You know, people can grab and use different, our different people who spoke to our advancement and they can use them to fit their narrative. People have always done that, right? But Martin Luther King nor Malcolm X was for the advancement of any other group of people except for American black people. And they basically, in a nutshell, told others to go back and talk to your people about letting up on the segregation, letting up on the hate, letting up on the lynching, letting up on that and allowing American blacks to take their rightful place in the society for what they have done. That is the message. Anything else is co-opt. Anything else is co-opted. People say, oh my God, he talked about this. Yes, he talked about those individual groups doing their thing over there if they wanted to take pages from out the book. Didn't say take pages out the book and then come claim that you are us and then take our set aside. Didn't say that. All right, so we're gonna take this slow and methodical. It's very important. Now, the person put up a, 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 a video, right? It's a video meme. And he says, Malcolm X talking about the Republicans, people like Donald Trump. Right, good on its face, except for Malcolm X was talking about everybody. He didn't. He talked about all Caucasians, Democrat and Republican, and he said that the Republican Party was the wolf, the Dixiecrat. The Democrat Party is the fox, and the fox has his lamb chops. But here we're talking about chickens, chickens roosting, and here comes the fox with some chicken feet. Let me in, I'll give you some chicken feet. Now in this case, the fox didn't even offer chicken feet. He just said, hey, don't like the wolf and come vote for me. And then when you, then when I'm able to finish my plan, when I'm able to finish what I started 47 years ago, you, like during the times of President Obama, will be, be no further ahead, right? 
we know what was happening under Donald Trump. Neither party is about the advancement of American black people, only the use of American black bodies. What does that remind you of? Only the use of American black bodies. Hmm. 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 I'll let you think about that. It's kind of slipped my mind, but so we have to take this slow and methodical because people have to think, right? You have to think. It's very important. So using Malcolm to do one side, that shows that you're doing, as an American black, you're doing Democrat politic. And Malcolm X wasn't about Democrat or Republican, independent or nonpartisan. Now we just, we just used Malcolm and Martin speeches. We used it as what it was, American black politic. And Malcolm talks about both sides, two sides of the same coin. He taught, um, Martin Luther King talks about the fragility of the Caucasian and the lack of nerve or fortitude to not only desegregate, but to redistribute wealth after wealth had been misdistributed to you when it should have went to those that were descendants of slaves and how they don't want to do it. So if it's Republican or Democrat, independent or nonpartisan, it is not for American black people. So now that we have gotten that clear, let's go through some memes because this builds into getting to the ideal, which is a plan, which we have to go through and we have to unlearn to relearn, unlearn the miseducation to relearn. Now, last evening on TFR Podcast Live, we showed this meme and I'm going to be more kind in my my words today. All right, so here we go. So now, bring this up. It's got to be a little faster on the uptake. Okay. So now, yesterday on the show, I said that if you saw this and you know that you love Lil Wayne for his music, forget his politics. You just love Lil Wayne, Mrs. Officer, Mrs. Officer. You love him for his music and you know Q and you love him for his movies and you loved him for his politic on record, the only one that fought the power on record early on coming from out of the West Coast was Ice Cube. The others remain, as I can observe, silent on politics like they do today, okay? Well, here's the man who has many times put his career on the line. Lil Wayne, you just love Lil Wayne for his music ability. Supposedly top five of all time. 
and this meme is put out, and I said yesterday on the show that if you laughed at this meme, that you are a coon. But I'm going to retract that statement and say that you, because of miseducation, may be coon adjacent. The person who created the meme, which I think it might be Russian bots that created this meme, I think it's Russian bots that created this meme. But if it were not, if it were not Russian bots, if it was not Russian bots, whoever created this meme with Ice Cube and Lil Wayne on the Topsy and Bopsy, one of our number one watched just uh, movie review shows ever to this point. That person who created this meme is a coon. And you don't want to be around coon adjacent people. Okay, I mean, you don't want to be around coons. You don't even want to be labeled as coon adjacent. Now, here's another interesting meme. Here's another interesting meme. This meme comes from Plies. Now, I've never heard Plies be political. Just my, just my observation. I've never seen Plies be political. And what all of these people, like I don't know who the person is directly above Ice Cube, but the person with the Make America Good hat again is Little Pump. I think I don't even know him, but he's a Caucasian, I thought. But anyway, he said, Dear Coon Squad. Now, right there, there's a white guy there, right? So I'm not sure about I'm not I'm not sure about this meme automatically because the person is calling a white person a coon, but a white person would naturally be. Of course, you know, when I was coming to school, I used to think that coon meant white people before I found out that it meant black people. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Dear Coon Squad, moving forward, we don't want your music, movies, shoes, or nothing y'all associated with. Poor grammar. Y'all chose a side, now stay there. <laughs> See how many meetings he'll take with y'all now. You know, now Plies is an educated dude, but he's always speaking that. He's always speaking that, yeah, 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 trying to show his bona fides. You don't have to show your bona fides. You don't have to talk that. Because naturally, as black men get older, their tongue does turn back to Goli Geechee over time. Like some of the words that I'm finding problems to pronounce, like the I-N-G endings on things. I'm like, my tongue is twisting on me. Is that Goli Geechee coming back? But that's fine. But you don't have to act like it. This is how this reads as the way that Plaz talks. Dear Coon Squad, moving forward, we don't want y'all music, movies, shoes, or nothing y'all associate with. Y'all choose a side, now stay there. See how many meetings he'll take with y'all now. Now, <laughs> That's good for a good, that's good for a menstrual show. That's good. I mean, we have to be clear. 
we have to be good. That's clear on things, right? But there's a couple of, just a couple of observations. One came from our producer, which is all of these people's career are, and their advancements are better than his. I don't know about the guy with the Make America Great Again hat and the guy that's behind Ice Cube. I, don't, I really don't know who he is, right? But of course, 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, of course. Uh, of course, you know, you have uh, Kanye and Cube, right? And, and, and everyone on there is, career is, in my opinion, larger than Plies. So using this meme for special interests, I'm going to be kind, is not the best. And this is not talking... American black politic because American black politic would mean that you knew how to speak to the various <laughs> sets of people to get what you need done. Now this meme, this next meme, see we have to go slow and we have to be clear and concise. Smash the share button, smash the like button. This is very, very important because the mind has to shift from what you have been programmed to know. You have to unlearn to relearn, right? You have to know at least enough history to know that neither side is for you. So that means you have to step into their butt. That means you have to put your foot to the pedal to smash the metal to be all up in their butt no matter who's in there. How, many, how much they use likability politics. Likability politics, right? Not personal responsibility politics like they do with us. That's why you like the bomber because he dressed well and he was articulate. And did you ever notice, you should go listen to a Obama speech and you'll see him put on that word. And if you go and watch an episode of Amos and Andy, he's laughing at you by using the, what you doing there, Amos? He's, he's using that voice and it's coming from his diaphragm and his throat and he's going, uh, 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 yes, yes, Amos. Come on over here. What's five plus five plus two plus two? And and you and you fell for it, and they and they laugh. It's just like Kamala Harris. Every time you go watch the videos when she starts dancing, she'll stop dancing and she'll start laughing because she said, "This is ridiculous that these people are joining on to me just because." I'm dancing with them and she'll laugh a little bit and stop dancing because she feels embarrassed because the dancing part isn't really her culture. The dancing part in Indian culture are a more slumdog culture. The underneath, the ones that would be the Carter sons and the, and the ladies of the evening and that part of it, unlike our culture where dancing is part of who we are. So her doing that and then she'll start laughing and you post that stuff and you think that she's with you, but she's laughing at, but we're gonna go slow and methodical this week because you have to see, once you watch, you'll be like, 
That's true. When you go on and look at all the dance videos of her, you will look and say, that's true. She starts laughing at one point and then she stops dancing. She does just enough to get you to say, I'm going to vote for you. You're going to put on that Obama voice. Yes, I'm going to vote for you, Amos. Anyway, all right. This meme came up from, from Boyce, Dr. Boyce Watkins, right? And he asked the question, why did the media vilify Ice Cube, but they uplifted this woman right here, right? Why did they vilify Cube and why did they uplift this woman? One, Cube was talking about making plans to advance, to uplift American black people. The other was or is still talking about getting people to go, getting goods, goodies for the Democrat Party. And he came and deduced that the reason why the media did that is because one is about the upliftment of black people and is a runaway while the other is under meritorious manumission. 1710. Write that down. Meritorious. We, we've given the definition before, but we have to go a little bit slower. Meritorious manumission, 1710. That law has never been wiped off the books. Okay. So we have to go slow. We have to understand what is happening. Now, you don't want to be coon adjacent. You don't want to be anywhere near meritorious, meritorious manumission. Let me say that again. Let me look at the camera. You don't want to be coon adjacent and you don't want to be anywhere near meritorious manumission 1710. You don't want to be anywhere near that. And if you are near that, if you are anywhere near that, then you are not speaking a conversation about the advancement and upliftment of American black people. You know, I, I thought of another reason. This is just my uh, futuristic speculation. Um, you know, the feminists, let's, let's not, y'all need to go back to all of our previous episodes so that you see all the, the currently working components of BS. So now, you know, the feminists are still, you know, they still, they still riding, they still riding, it's like on a surfboard, they still riding, still riding. Still riding, waiting their turn to their turn in line because there's a plan with the feminist movement, right? So now that Kamala Harris is in there as vice, should there be anything that happens? Should there be anything that happens? Or let's say after four years she goes to run, who do you think her vice presidential candidate is going to be? So uh, uh, Abrams is staying in the eye 
you know, because that would be the ultimate team for the feminists. You know, unless you got one that, you know, they want to stick a white woman in there as vice, you know, but that's, that would be the ultimate team to what they consider to be strong uh, black females. But I'm just, I'm just looking at that. Well, you, you are on the right track. Want to know why? Because Kamala came out in all white. That represents the women's suffrage movement. It represents, remember, they wanted her to be the president. So they had pushed her out and we talked about what happened, right? People have short memories and they forget but hey, that's that organization. They can forget. Cool, whatever. But she came out all white. Where was the red, black, and green? Where was any semblance of of American black anything? Matter of fact, now they've been saying Nothing. she's she's from her father was from Jamaica, but. They are claiming African and Indian. They have just totally dropped the Jamaican altogether because it's a bad rotation right. on Jamaican. So they just went African and Indian. Before she was just African American and saying she was smoking weed to Tupac and Tupac and Snoop. And Tupac and Snoop weren't out when she was in college. But that's water under the bridge now, right? Okay, so she comes out in white. She's about the women's suffrage movement. Nothing about American blacks, and you can expect exactly nothing unless we have a plan. We cannot sit for four years and then uh, nearly three years and a quarter and then start complaining about, well, they didn't do anything. You need to be the pet. Just because they have black face just because they have black face if if so let's put this into your memory bank for a minute if they have black people in places and nothing happens positively for black people isn't that really just black face a black face minstrel show Let's continue. Okay, so this one comes from Boyce Watkins. Trump-style racism has been defeated. Regular racism is back. <laughs> Trump-style racism has been defeated. Regular racism is back. And you know, regular racism is 100 to 1. It's the type of racism that gets you incarcerated mm, put back into 13th amendment slavery right mm. okay so here's one here's one where i think that the person who made this I'm, I'm thinking this has to be a russian bot because they got the colors wrong everything is about colors now the dicks i mean the democrat party is what color tiny what color do they wear you're blue, right? That's right. So, look, a long time ago, the Republican and Democrat Party co-opted 
Bloods and Crips. While ago, it, it was subtle, it was subtle, but they co-opt the colors. Now, this one says, where Lil Wayne and them at? I ain't forgot your ass. I ain't got your ass. Another minstrel, another minstrel piece. And people are laughing and agreeing with it, but it's only one problem. The Dixiecrats, excuse me, the Democrats are Crips and the Republicans are Bloods, which meant that the person could have just easily put this in Photoshop and flipped the color. But so this goes to show you that even the person who put this meme together, that's why I think it's a, it's a Russian bot because they were ignorant to the colors, even even it was gray and blue during the Civil War, right? It was gray and blue during the Civil War. Everything has colors. So that's why I said this must be a Russian bot because they were not cognizant of the fact that they, this should have been recolored blue. But if this is not a Russian bot, Whoever put this together using the imagery of, of a movie that was about trying to shine a light on the devastation of the gang culture in LA and used it as a meme to say this between the Democrats and the Republicans with the wrong color, they are unconscious, unaware, and in my opinion, they are coons. Now, for those who will have looked at that and laughed and said, yeah, you're not coons because your education, you, you haven't been educated on certain things about the American black struggle, though you are immersed in it, but you have not been educated about it. You are coon adjacent if you laughed at it. Remember, you don't want to be coon adjacent. Now, Let's keep moving forward here. This is very important. These are very important concepts to catch. Elections nowadays. You've got the fox. They, they drew the wolf as it looks like a lion, right? And then the fox. But it's fox and wolf or lion and fox. And the people who are casting the boat are sheeple. They are the sheep. And this is what elections are like because the people who are not sheep are not even standing in line and they're telling you, come on, go this way. But for some reason, the people stand there. Now, here's one that was supposed to be of happy glee to say this. All right? We're taking this slow because we, we want you to grasp the concept and then do your research, right? Don't forget to thank us, the United States Postal Service. Yes, after the video we showed you last week and within the incantations episode, right? Yes, thank those who were doing a little tomfoolery, a little tomfoolery, with the ballots, right? And we told you last week that why would you want to be involved with something that was crooked? 
because that means that you won't get anything anyway because you really didn't help the people to win. But symbolic victories are always good for the American black, right? Isn't that right? It appears so. Okay. So let's keep moving. We're moving. We're getting closer to hitting the rubber to the road. We haven't even hit the rubber to the road yet, but I know that you are feeling this if you are a Republican or a Democrat or a nonpartisan or a independent American black speaking party politics, not speaking American black politics. I know that you are feeling this. Now, many times I listen to what people say and I listen to their conversations and I say that a little distraction is actually reality for them. So let's bring this up. At the top of this meme, it says, What's this position called? Sometimes I think that people should stick to what they are used to seeing and dealing with. They are used to this and then around, around the third year of a presidency, all of a sudden they get involved in politics. Now this is, doesn't have a race on it, but it's indicative of how people are. And look at this. They're clipping this. They're trying to clip us, right? So this is indicative on how people are. Their, their minds are distracted on everything else except the politics. And then all of a sudden they become political scholars around presidential general election time. Stick to what you usually know unless you want to step away from what position this called. <laughs> right. Because this is not helping you to have a proper position as an American black politic talker. All right. Now, this one right here is a disgrace because you've placed people along with people who are American black historical figures who have actually done something for American black people, have sacrificed for American black people. And the people at the bottom have done nothing of the sort as of yet, as of yet, see, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being kind and positive and saying that maybe they will have time to turn it around once American black people put their foot to the pedal to press down on the metal. All right. This one right here is a total disgrace. Right? It's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to go with Donald Trump. And remember, we, we don't really care about Donald Trump and what they're trying to say about Donald Trump. But using this meme with these three presidents, former presidents, ex-presidents. Hey, Donnie, this is what being in the two-term club feels like. Okay, 
So let's break down this two-term club. Oh, that's Clinton. That's uh, that's three strikes. Oh, George Bush. Oh, he flew over. He flew over New Orleans as people were dying at the uh, at the uh, stadium. Right? He, he flew over that. Didn't really do much. People were displaced from. New Orleans, especially the Ninth Ward. Ninth Ward was bulldozed. Seems like a plan. And then Obama. What did Obama do? Like I told you, there was that meme earlier where they talked about, they even talked about Obama singing Amazing Grace, being the first president to sing Amazing Grace. And that was my title of my response. He sung Amazing Grace. Ha! Is that the extent to what he did for black people other than just symbolism. So these three are the same where where it follows uh, where it comes to American black people. Now you have to do your research and find that out for yourself if you want. Now here's one. Here's one where people have to really start to think about what they are saying when they say this. Now now, this is supposed to be a hit at Melania Trump. Whatever. Melania Trump, a big girl, she she was using her skin and maybe her flesh in some cases over the years to get ahead. But here we go. Look at our beautifully, highly educated, classy first lady. Look at our beautiful, highly educated, classy first lady. Now, Beauty, I believe, is in the eyes of the beholder. And I'm trying to figure out who put this meme out because <laughs> because beauty be, uh, anyway, moving on from that, moving on. That's just that's subjective. Beauty is subjective, right? They were very being very objective with that. Now Let's break this down. Let's let's be clear now. Let's be clear of what we're saying. Look at our beautiful, highly educated, classy first lady. Never said that about First Lady Obama. You talked about how she dressed and how classy she was. You never talked about her education, but she was very high. But when it comes to a Caucasian lady, all of a sudden you're writing about how educated she is. Okay. So let's put a pen there for a minute. Now, now besides there being something like she was in the picture before her, before Biden's wife and daughter and the two sons got in a car accident, taking the daughter and the son, uh, taking the daughter and the mother out of here, that she was in the picture before that happened. You understand what I'm saying when I'm saying that she was in the picture? She was in the picture. That's classy. That's real classy, but okay, okay. But let's let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in that. Now let's let's break this down. Look at our beautiful, our beautiful, highly educated, classy first lady. Okay, classy and beautiful. We just put a pin in those, right? Now, educated lady. Let's look at that. Now, you're saying that she's educated. Question is, she's highly educated. Are you highly educated? 
are you highly educated, right? Or is this another way that some who are, whoever did this mean to me, uh, in my opinion, they're Kuna Jason, right? Kuna Jason, Kuna Jason. I won't go full Kuna. Kuna Jason. Is that a way to give glory to, to be in meritorious manumission to a Caucasian? Are you highly educated or would you fall more closer to Melania Trump who used her skin early on and maybe may have had to use her inner flesh to get where she was, but she fought hard and she got to a certain level and didn't have necessarily the opportunity. But we're not talking about her, put, put her over there, boom. We're talking about the psychology of thought to the way this meme was written and where you stand in all of those words that were written as we break down the sentence, right? Where do you stand in that? And does that not put you under the foot of someone who you revere as highly educated? Now, people who think like that will do often do memes that look like this. They will make fun of American black people for their, for issues that they may have that they try to overcome. This is a beauty issue. And if you laugh at things like this and you make fun of things, if you play the dozens, which is definitely a minstrel show, you can see where your mind is at. We're just doing psychological, psychological analyzation to be clear. Now, people who laughed at that would never get this. They will never get this. Not in a million years, they won't get it. It will go ahead. They will get, they will go over their head because unfortunately, the same people who would do this and talk against they own people for situations like this that have to do with maybe the hair was burnt or maybe just situations happen, too many braids and thus the balding happens and people try to find ways to do cosmetics and are working on cosmetics. Who would laugh at that? This meme by Dr. Boyce Watkins refers to that mentality. Right? What does this mean say? This election exposed the white supremacists who threaten our very existence. Many of them were or black. This election exposed the right white supremacists who threaten our very existence. Many of them were or black. If you talk against American Blacks who are about the advancement and upliftment of American Black people and you take the side of a Caucasian 
and take up for that Caucasian. Not only are you under meritorious manumission, but you are also a white supremacist because you believe in a highly, a beautiful, highly educated first lady. But are you highly educated? And if not, are you gonna make sure that your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren are highly educated so that they as American blacks can ascend to the highest, to the highest offices in the land and we won't need people who are transplants to emulate us in those offices? This election exposed the white supremacists who threatened our very existence. Many of them were, are black. What do you guys say to that? You know, I thought that was very clever, but it's very true. And that's that's a sad statement. And going going back over some of the other memes that you you um, you mentioned today. I I'm sitting here and I'm like it's um you mentioned the breadcrumbs that the hen uh or not breadcrumbs but chicken feed that the hen uh wanted to throw into the uh you know to the chickens just let me in just let me in and it's funny because right then my uh my mind steered veered to narcissism and how there is a tech or something that they use called breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing, chicken feed, both of them are uh, an attempt to gain your confidence enough or give you enough to draw you in, give you enough, just enough, not going over, not exactly meeting your needs, but giving you enough to, to keep on following keep on following so it's called breadcrumbing that's a narcissistic tactic and this is a lot of this we found is this nation this world is very narcissistic and narcissism is a personality disorder and so we're going to have to start thinking differently and process differently how we're going to handle different things you can't you can't have the normal mindset in dealing with certain things or what would be the normal mindset. You're going to shift. You're going to have to shift what you consider normal because basically what we've been in all this time as a repackaged slavery, we've been in a repackaged slavery, you know, give them enough to keep them going, give them enough so that they don't, totally do an uprising give them enough make sure you keep the tools of division in place make sure you keep the tools of the division in place while you give them enough now over here give some more than others because they're more susceptible to climb up on a high horse about what they have so give them a little more give them a little more opportunity than you give others so that will that's forming more of a division they're not going to ever want to help the other ones because they're secure in their position. You understand? So we're gonna have to look at this at the big picture now. You know, you have people that they will, and I'm talking about other American blacks, they will look at the things that we're saying and have all kinds of criticism 
about those things. And these are merely our opinions and we're entitled to them just like they're entitled to theirs. However, you know, we're gonna, if, if like, well, like Dee said about insanity, doing things the same way over and over and over again, it is the same thing. And it's the same thing when you have, um, he also mentioned when you come into something and you shut it down, he started going, he started with the Democrats, I mean, the uh, Republicans first, then the independents, then he went to the Democrats. And he said, now when we get here, you're gonna shut it down because it's not in line with what you've already structured as your belief. We do the same thing in religion. We do the same thing across the board. And it's basically your mind. It's like, you know, my mom used to talk about boxers and she used to talk about punch drunk. Uh, some of the boxers being punch drunk. That's when you've been hitting your head so many times that now it's like you talk slow. Sometimes you develop a stutter before you say things because you've been hitting your head. So your mind is not catching up with what you want to say fast enough. So it slows things down. So we are as a people, um, a lot of American black people are like people who are punch drunk. They've been hit in their head. But what it is, is your mind has been raped and it's been manipulated. It's been raped and manipulated so that, you know, like I had, I was telling D before these things that happened. So I had someone come on my inbox this weekend I won't say any names, but they came in my inbox this weekend. I just hit him up, letting them know, man, they're trying to go in on the uh, on a post that I had posted. I mean, I'm not going to retract it. So doing that is an exercise in futility. But I mean, like, I never even heard of you before. You must have been watching my page, you know, or, or seen something you didn't like before and decided this day was the day. You're going to come in and just unload and unleash all your comments. These people got a false sense of confidence because their their like their choice for president has gotten in office. Let's not forget Gore Bush. 37 days, baby. 37 days. I'm going to leave that there. But this person came in and just started going in on different things. And if, if y'all uh, go to that thread and you see it, I... Any personal um, suggestion or personal insult towards me, I didn't even address it. I know who I am. We're going to stick to what I posted here. And then at the end of the day, I'm able to steer situations because I operate in a certain level of wisdom and decorum. And because my mind is not, it's not deadlocked. We are in a deadlocked brainwashed state. Deadlocked. Deadlock brainwash state. And it's time to get the combination. Okay. So Patrick Hector, right? Patrick Hector on uh, the Film Review Live channel on YouTube, he says, Yo, it's time for a million man march, people. He also said, It's time to march on the White House lawn with our demands in January. Demands in hand. Kamala gave the first 100 days to Indian Americans. Now I have to check that. 
I have to check that for factual. And if so, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, right? He says, Kamala gave the first 100 days to Indian Americans. And we told you that that's what she happened and what she did when she was AG in San Francisco. A leopard doesn't change its spots and a tiger doesn't change its stripes, right? If that's true, we're going to find that out. The Indian Americans beat us out. Indian Americans versus African Americans, they made their choice. We lost. What's up, y'all? Look up now. Look up now. So look that up, people. You can open up another screen and look that up and see if she said that the 100 days. Look that up, Tony. See if she said the first 100 days. American black, right? Un- believable if that's not what we predicted and where are you an Indian and we just finished talking about the music and how it affected you and it was part of the incantation making you think that Indian Americans were you okay so this next meme this next meme while we're looking that up locking up that black vote it is an image of Kamala and Biden sitting down, they're at one of those benches inside of a Oz-type prison cell, right? And it says, and it's green, kind of greenish tint with them in the foreground. And it says, locking up that black vote. Now, this gets to the plan, right? The plan that we need to have to overcome the four years of Biden and Kamala. The first four years of Biden and Kamala, this is where the rubber hits the road of being able to come back and be able to win against this sinister plan. Now, if what Patrick Hector said is true, all of that I'm American black. I smoked weed that she was doing. Now she's good. Now she's letting you know that she believes more in being an Indian American than she does in being African American. Plus, if you know that she has a little angst against her father, who is a black man from Jamaica, then thus so she has angst. Just common sense. Angst to the black side. So looking at solving this problem, especially when she was the lockup, she was the lockup woman. She was the top cop. Looking, locking up that black folk. Now, how you know that you are successful as a parent, as a grandparent, as a great-grandparent, as a great-great-grandparent, because there are some great-great-great-grandparents still alive, right? Because people are having kids younger and younger. But that's, that's the point. Another story for another time. Thank you for having those children. But now we have to put, the, put their nose inside of books and get them there. You are only successful coming through this next four years of Biden and Kamala. Kamala, we call her Kumala. You're only successful if your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren 
are educated. They've never been in prison. They never use drugs. They never drink. They never smoke. Leave all the ills to the others. Don't get involved in the methamphetamine. Don't get involved in the legalization of hard drugs or the legalization of weed. That is how you know you will be successful and get your kids and your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, your great 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 grandkids will be able to pull your family up and out of the situations that the Dixiecrats have traditionally put American black families in and then and only then will American blacks then be able to ascend to the highest offices in the land. That is the only way and that is one of the plans. You have to keep your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, your great 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 grandkids in the books because you have to look towards the future. They can't have a record. They can't have done any jail time. They can't have been under the influence of alcohol or weed or drugs or any type of substance, they need to be able to push through and get through this and that will mean success because the system, same system that locks you up is the same system that now is starting to legalize hard drugs, not just weed, not just THC, but hard drugs as well, right? And if you don't do this, if you don't do that for your your future for black people, that is a failure. And no matter how you cut it, it is a failure because you believed in the dick the Democrats so much that they were going to do something for you, but I can tell you they are the still the party of Jim Crow. And they will act on it. All of that is going to be reversed. People are going to be getting picked up and being put back into prison because a segregationist does not want his legacy destroyed. He wants his legacy to be what it is and to change it incrementally on his own terms. Most uh, most favorably for him when he's no longer here. See? Very, very clear. You have to be clear about what you are seeing. Now, if you do not do that, you are just like this meme, which everyone who saw it said it doesn't make sense, but it's just, but, but it makes sense in this space. This is you. You are wielding your ailing child, which represents your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren, your legacy. If you have nothing else, if you've never done music, if all you've done is had to work because maybe you didn't value education and maybe that's all you've done, your family and your offspring and their offspring is your legacy. So this is you and this is your ailing offspring who you are taking on a grassy hillside and mountainside, excuse me. And you say, tell me 
your favorite, your five favorite films. And as they say, their five favorite films, you somehow toss them off the side of the mountain to their death. This is what you're doing. If you believe that this election bodes well for you without you putting your foot or us as American Blacks putting our foot collectively on the pedal to press to smash the metal to get the car rolling in a direction to a destination that gets American Blacks in their rightful place right to their rightful place now did you see Saturday Night Live this is very important it's very important you have to know what you were looking at did you see Saturday Night Live with Dave Chappelle did Dave Chappelle go Paul Mooney on SNL did Dave Chappelle go Paul Mooney on SNL now those people who are kind of coon adjacent or people who will write certain or create certain memes with people who are about the advancement and upliftment of black people, those type of people that are coon or coonish in nature probably don't know who Paul Mooney is at all and probably would not enjoy their comedy. You know, the first time that I saw Paul Mooney, my sister had told me about Paul Mooney. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are taking you on a psychological journey. We've already laid out one of the plans. We've got five days, but you have to make sure we told you that and we will reiterate it again. None of your children, your children have to be highly educated during these four years of, of, of Biden, Harris, and they have to not indulge in those things that they are making legal to make them drones and make them susceptible to being in the penal system. That is plan number one. You have to Get your kids up because they are your legacy. If you have nothing else and all you've ever done is work, then your children's success and their children's success and their children's 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 success is your legacy. And if you did a great job or you were a failure, period. Did Dave Chappelle go Paul Mooney on SNL? Now, SNL, right? SNL. Dave Chappelle was on SNL. Dave Chappelle was on SNL in 2016. He was on SNL in 2020. He said, give Trump a chance. He came back and he did not. If you noticed, if you noticed very clearly, he did not. He was not up the butt of Biden or Kamala Harris. His stand-up was not in or up the butt of Kamala or Joe. Sorry. Just wasn't, just wasn't. It was very clear and concise what he was talking about. Now, 
Paul Mooney. It's very important. This is going to help you catch up. You can see Paul Mooney videos on YouTube. I would suggest that you watch Paul Mooney videos on YouTube. I remember when I first saw Paul Mooney. My sister was in Boston and she had told me about Paul Mooney. So Paul Mooney came to the improv, right? And so my wife and I, we went to go see Paul Mooney at the improv. And first, tell your, tell, you know, you told me about Paul Mooney and tell, tell the setup of what happened when you first got there and everything. And then I'm going to go tell my experience with Paul Mooney. Okay, so I'm in New York City, and um, we looked at some kind of, it was a community paper or something, me and one of my co-workers and friend, who's a co-worker slash best friend at that time, and so we were looking in, at a, um, a a paper, and it said this guy Paul Mooney was going to be um, performing at the comedy club, so uh, he said, have you ever heard, you have never heard of him? I said, no, I haven't. And he had heard of them. He said, let's go. I was like, wow, the tickets, you know, I mean, the second show starts in about 45 minutes. You know, so we caught a cab. We got there and we got in there and it was jam packed. It was jam packed. The first show was still going on. So it's jam packed in there and there's a large bar area. But that area was that area was standing room only. People was buying drinks and stuff. And so once the show was over, those people started letting out. It was a little confusion because they had to reorganize the crowd. And <laughs> while we out in the lobby, it was this very jovial group. They were from British Airways. And so they were calling people in by number and name to come be seated for the second show. And so he said they, for one of the first names they called was British Airways. Uh, you may come and be seated And so they are just real proud I mean it, the whole thing was comedy It was pure comedy They was just as proud you know um, Going out with their chest poked out And their drinks in hand Going to get seated And they're one of the first names it's called, I think they were the first name That's why it stood out to me And so they go in there And so it took forever to seat everybody It took about 15 minutes But we had been there uh by about a 45 minutes already. So, you know, we get in and the first, the comedy show already started before Paul came because when we got in there, they had started seating from the back because you know, the, the adage is that we're always late. <laughs> so it seemed like what they had been prepared for, right? And they, the British Airways people, because I remember there was this one woman with this dark, and she stood out to me because she looked like she came out of a 70s sitcom because of this wig she was wearing. It was a dark wig, kind of curly, looked like, I, I don't know, I can't think of nobody from back then, but it looked like a 70s sitcom she was out of. And she, I noticed them sitting in the back. I said, man. And as they were seating us, we were right in the front. We were in the front row off to the right side of the stage. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Uh, then it was a, a, a pre-show person that came out, an opening act. And then he came out. 
And I didn't know anything about him. But at the same time, well, shortly after that, he had put out the album called Race. He's a very intelligent. The thing about him is that he can, he has an insidious intelligence that can really either make you laugh or piss you off. <laughs> it depends on what side of things you want. <laughs> right. And see, Paul Mooney also played Negro Domus. You're going to be able to see that because Dave Chappelle also lamented the fact that Hulu and Netflix now has the Dave Chappelle show and he didn't receive a penny of royalties off of them doing the deal for his show to be on there. So he's locked out of that, right? So he may lament about that instead, but Paul Mooney plays Negro Domus on the show also. Now, my experience with Paul Mooney, let me drop this down so you can. My experience, she had told me about her experience. So we saw that he was coming to the improv downtown on the uh, uh, West Bank of the flat. So we, we went down and, you know, it was almost exactly the way that she told it. We wound up being on the side of the stage, like in the second row back, but like everyone else had went in and filled up and then we were waiting to be called. We were the last to be called. And then we got right there in the second row on the side of the stage. Beautiful seating. We could see him, my wife and I. And what's interesting about Paul Mooney comedy is he starts with all of the stereotypical, the jokes that are stereotypes of blacks, Asians, Arabs, etc., etc. And, and oh boy, the Caucasians are just laughing their head off. <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny, that's funny, that's funny. Then all of a sudden, Paul Mooney just goes and switches and starts opening up and starts telling truths about Caucasians in this comedy. And then all of a sudden, Everybody else is laughing and the Caucasians in the room, which are usually the majority in the room, they stop laughing. Some get up and they start leaving. This one that was sitting in front of us, he had been laughing the whole time. Then all of a sudden his neck went beat red and he was puffing on his cigarette. He was, before he was puffing casually, but then he started puffing on it and he was gritting. He could see the grit of his teeth and Paul Mooney just tells truths and you find out that Caucasians cannot handle the truth. And those, and that lets you know that those American blacks who deal in not telling the truth about Caucasians are in meritorious manumission. And last, on Saturday night, on Saturday Night Live, that was closest to Paul Mooney type material because Paul Mooney goes in even further, right? Any icons that they have, he tells the dirt. He breaks the dirt down in comedy about those icons, about America, about etc., etc., etc. And Dave Chappelle did not, was not on the what would be considered the Kuna train. He was not on the coon train. He never referenced 
Biden or Kamala once. When you listen to the stand-up, he may have acknowledged that he said that the voting is going on and the, uh, the president has been selected or elected, uh, president-elect, but he never goes in and talks about them and hoping the best or anything because a person who is about American black upliftment knows what is already happening and that the pedal, that the foot has to press the pedal smash to the metal to move the car in the right direction to get us to where we are. And if you think that just being a, just being a Democrat supporter and being doing politics, party politics, and not American black politics will get you anywhere, you are sadly mistaken. And that's why we're going to slow down, but you don't want to be coon adjacent. You don't want to be a coon creating memes. Now, this is very important, right? This is very important. This is a very important train of thought. And I saw this meme and I held it until Monday. Don't lose friendships today over two Caucasian men who don't even know your names. It's okay to have different political views and still be okay with each other. If you, if people are about the honest upliftment of black people and they say that we need to engage, not just one because the one that we always vote for takes us for granted and then, did did she actually say that she was for Indian first? Did she say that for the first 100 days? I was not. I was not able to find that. I went through about 10 different things. What she did say, there was 100 days mentioned with uh, requiring Congress to revisit the gun laws. There was 100 days mentioned in encouraging America to buy American. Um, there, it was 100 days days mentioned in one other thing but none of those were that maybe it is out there but i did i did quite a bit of searching and if usually if you got to search that much it hasn't been said yet or maybe it's just been buried and they just reported what they thought was important patrick hector we need a link put into the a link with the video and, and the number, how many minutes and seconds in where she said it. We need that so we can verify that to be fact, right? So don't lose friendships today over two Caucasian men who don't even know your names. It's okay to have different political views and still be okay with each other. But if you all of a sudden turn on your own to take up for a Caucasian, unfortunately, we have to say it now after going through all the various different means, after saying it, we have to say that you most likely are exhibiting the symptoms of being a coon. Unfortunate, unfortunate. If, again, now, we're not talking about arguing and taking up for another black person. We're talking about you are arguing and, and, and arguing against the person 
who is about the upliftment of American black people and you are arguing them down for and to protect a Caucasian, you most likely are exhibiting coon symptoms and you need to get over it. You are in the midst of being voluntarily or involuntarily in meritorious manumission 1710 meritorious manumission 1710 meritorious manumission and you should halt that immediately that is also part of the healing now the first part of the plan is to put the pedal to the middle to make sure that your children, your great-grandchildren, your great-great-great-great-great-great, your legacies don't see the inside of prison, don't are educated and can ascend to the highest offices in the land. That's part of the plan. Part of the healing is getting your mind from off up underneath meritorious manumission. Now, Last meme before we get to some definitions. Boy, this is a packed show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Name this mountain. Name this mountain. What, what would you name this mountain? You know, you've heard of Mount Rushmore. What would you call this mountain right here, Tiny? What would you call it? What would you call it? Sub Queen Mountain. Okay, Sub Queen Mountain. What what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> These are people who are recognized uh, for certain things that, to their credit, they do have things. They do have pedigrees. However, they give credit. They are given credit for much more than those before them. Their predecessors have done. So they're a substandard. So that's Mount Substandard. Mount Mount <laughs> Sub Queen. Mount Substandard Queen. Okay. We'll take that. The next, when I saw this meme this morning, and I saw the person post it, I, I first of all I put my response underneath, then I grabbed it and I posted it on my page. I shared it on my page. And guess, ask me what my name of this mountain is. What is your name of the mountain? Mount Meritorious Manumission. Mount Meritorious Manumission. Yes, yes. What do you say to that? What do you say to that? I say whoever is listening to this broadcast today, it's probably their behinds are probably a blaze <laughs> that we looked at those women and said that. But go look up Mer meritorious and your mission. Go look it up, and then you probably find yourself there too. Or maybe not, because we're trying to be. We're, we're we're pulling back and being kind. We have to bring a kind. We're just saying that you might be, you might be just a little. You might be just a little coon adjacent. If you create memes that are about the 
downing of American black people, you probably are exhibiting coon behavior. All right. Now, as we move forward, we're going to we're going to go to some definition. Now, remember that we talk about the Dixie Crap Party and people. Excuse me, the Dixie Crap. Let me let me, let me um, rephrase. Now. A lot of people talk, let me bring this down so that you can see me real quick as we wind down the show. So let me bring this right here. Okay, let me show you so you can see me. Okay. A lot of people sit and they talk about the detriment of believing in the Democrats. I wanna be kind, right? Because we have to pull this back like like pieces of the onion, levels of the onion, we have to pull it back, right? So we're pulling, we're pulling back the skin on this episode one of Just Let the Fox in the Hen House, right? It's episode one. Got four more this week. What we're going to in, go in depth. We're gonna delve in deep. We talk about the detriment of the Dixiecrats. People say, what are you talking about? The detriment of the Dixiecrats. The Dixiecrats. We say, well, the Dixiecrats are running the cities when things happen that are detrimental to black people and nothing is ever resolved, right? Remember, Biden is the leader. He became the leader of the Democrats when he was nominated to run for president. After going through the primary, so then his words would then, the Democrats would then follow him and not so much Nancy Pelosi because he's at the top of the ticket. And then they would go through and push through what he was suggesting to them until he become, becomes president. That's how politics works, right? Now, if you don't do that, then you are somewhat negligent in your position as Elect, uh, uh, nominated to run for the Democrat president. I don't want to say Dixiecrat, okay? Being calm, being cool, being relaxed. Now, let's let's look at this meme. Let's look at this meme. No, no, it's not a meme. This this is uh, instructional here. This is part of you know we give definition, right? Definition of what we're talking about. Okay, all right. So let's look at this. Air, let's look at let's look at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And this list is going to expand as we go through. Let the fox in the hen house as we go two, three, four, five. This list is going to expand, right? Okay. So at the head of what was going on between 2014 and 2015 was Barack Hussein Obama. Right, but let's break it down to the local municipalities. Right, so let's look at Eric Garner, Strong Island, New York, mostly conservative. It's a Republican situation that happened on 7 12 2014, July 12 2014. Right, what is going on with that? John Crawford III, Beaver Creek, Ohio. 
the Southern Ohio is arguably Republican. That's how come, you know, Cuyahoga County, you know, the Republicans, that's how Cuyahoga County went red. But anyway, that was August 5th, 2014. Now, this, these are rapid fire back-to-back -back things that people forget that were happening under President Obama, right? Let's keep going. But those two arguably, we're going to play it fair always to say that that was Republican. Now, let's look forward. Mike Brown, Ferguson, Missouri, Democrat ran municipality. That was August 9th, 2014. This is like four days apart, right? Tamir Rice, Cleveland, Ohio, ran by a person that I like. I personally like Frank Jackson. Democrat ran November 22nd, 2014. This is rapid fire succession. Have you forgotten what was happening when a Democrat was in office from 08 to 2016? Did you forget? Did you forget? Well, we're here to remind you. Now, Walter Scott, North Charleston, CA, uh, SC, South Carolina, shot in his back while running away by a police officer. Democrat ran. That was April 4th, 2015. That, that person, because he had no connections, he was sent to prison, one, okay? Freddie Gray, Baltimore, Maryland, ran by Democrats, April 19th, 2015. The only person that was trying to do anything was the prosecutor who was also Democrat, but it seemed like the Democrat mayor who did not run again because Politically, she turned. She was turned to uh, persona non grata because she didn't stand for Freddie Gray to appear. Just looking at it, she wasn't reelected, but it was Democrat ran. Freddie Gray, Baltimore, Maryland. They did try to bring the charges, but everybody wasn't in concert with it, so. No charges, oh, well, charges were brought, but no prosecutions, and the rest of the charges had to be dropped. Democrat. Alton Sterling, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, you know, he was standing outside selling burnt CDs, remember? And the cops ran up him and took him down and shot him point blank range in his back while they had him subdued with the knee in his back. Remember that? That was July 5th, 2016. Shot in his back. All right. Fernando Castile. Falcon Heights, Minnesota. Democrat ran municipality. That is July 6, 2016. This is rapid fire. This is all under President Obama. One police officer goes to prison out of all of those cases because they, he had no connections. 
but all the rest were under President Obama. Two of them were municipalities run by Republicans. The rest is Democrat. When we say, what's the difference between having a Republican municipality and a run municipality and a Democrat run municipality when you're an American black? Nothing, because if the cops blow you down, nothing will happen to them for the most part and they will be set free. So when we are looking for our plan, we've already told you the one plan. The second plan is to Make sure that the police, when they come into our neighborhoods, are monitored to protect ourselves because we can see that Democrats will do nothing. And I predict that there will be years like this under Joe Biden and we can, and he's not as eloquent as Obama was coming out speaking and sounding like he was saying something, but really saying nothing. And we should have known when, when Gates was cuffed outside of his house and all he had was a beer summit that was beginning early on in President Obama's presidency. And after that, it started falling rapid, rapid fire. We've got people before 2014 that we have to put in, but I just gave you a cross section from 2014 to 2016. Oh, there's more. And we will fill this in and go through it and go through it and go through it and say that you have to keep your foot to the pedal, to the metal, because I predict that unfortunately more black males, more Black females will be executed under a Biden-Harris administration, right? Now, uh, I guess that's uh, I for low said, called it Mammy Mountain. <laughs> that's funny. Here's one money mountain. <laughs> Yo, so did you find the Indian American thing to be true? Didn't find it. We need a link for that, right? As for the march on oh, Washington. One more thing she said. Okay, one minute. Go ahead. Yeah, one more thing she said in the first hundred days to uh to ban chokeholds. Uh, in the police department. You know you got to throw a breadcrumb out there, right? Got to throw a breadcrumb. Well, when they start talking about giving funding to police to take sensitivity training, that's already been done before. And so that would just be giving the police departments more money. So when they say uh, uh, send them to the African American History Museum in Washington so they can see how great American blacks are. They can say, damn, my people aren't that great. I'm definitely going back to choke something. So they won't be any more great ones coming. This is the way I see it. So as far as the March on Washington with everyone's tangibles in hand, we will need NFAC coming up the rear and Ice Cube's contract with Black America at the front of the line. Yes, yes, yes. See, 
we have to remember to keep the pedal to the metal on these people. You're not gonna just let them get in there and waltz and you say, oh, they are Democrats, what are they gonna do for us? Too much history to let you know that that's not gonna be the case. And if you are practicing Republican, nonpartisan, independent, or Democrat politics as an American black and you look more towards party and you down those who are about American black, most likely you are suffering and you are exhibiting coon, coon nature. And in that coon nature, you have to come from up off of it by learning the definition of meritorious manumission and ceasing that in your daily daily operation. That is one step towards healing. So as we go through in this five part, five part piece, just let the fox in the hen house we're going to be breaking down more concepts because we have to win in these four years. We cannot be set back 100 years. It's reparations then, it's reparations now, it's reparations in the future. Anything else talking about minorities and helping minorities, helping, helping the immigrants with their personal TIN numbers, etc., 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 getting them free housing in suburbs and, and getting them a driver's license through their TIN and getting them great health care with no copay and all that extra stuff. All that's out the window unless you're affording to black people and you didn't get that to black people. You gave black people debt by his plan. So, people, this has been a robust episode because this is a breaking down the psyche, the psyche. It should be actually known as breaking down the psyche of a coon. You know, breaking down the psyche of a coon should be what this first episode, AKA uh, should be called. But we have gone in psychologically and shown you memes that will assist you in your healing concepts that will assist you in your healing and again to reinforce before I give it over to my sister because we got 10 minutes 5 minutes for you to close if you go against an American black person that is about the upliftment of and for American black people for a party whatever party that you are for you are exhibiting coon-like coon-like symptoms and you have to know what meritorious manumission is and eliminate it from your mental psyche to be mentally sane. What should I say? We have to get beyond the point because you know, I can sense that people every time they hear that word coon, in association with, uh, or mentioned in association with Democratic Party or anything like that, they get extremely offended. We're going to have to um, 
we're gonna have to get beyond being in our feelings and wearing our feelings on our sleeve about certain things. We have allowed this current culture of psychology to basically ruin us. Everything is so touchy. Everybody's so touchy. Everybody's so offended, off-ended. You got your butt on your shoulders. That's off-ended, you know? And it's like, you get, can't nobody say nothing. Can't nobody disagree with you. Can't nobody say, you know, you're tying everything back to, I mean, people are tripping. They're bugging. Like uh, my, my dude says, they bugging. It's like everybody is taking things back to their childhood. It's psychological. It's been a, a severe psychological breakdown. You, you, somebody say something like, like what happened this weekend on, on my uh, timeline. I was able to discern that that whole exchange went back to, to there was a couple of exchanges on there with different people. And each one stemmed back to something in their childhood, right? I was able to discern that where now we're here and they're coming and blasting off and mouthing off. It's it's good to have that uh, computer screen courage, ain't it? That computer screen courage is something else. You can say what you want to people that you don't know. You can call them idiots. I was called an idiot by somebody. <laughs> I was called an idiot by somebody I used to work with 30 years ago in Boston. He called me and he was like, I used to like you when we worked together in um, um, at Tower, but you know, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> and it cracked, it cracked me up. I was laughing because him, this particular individual who was slow, would be the last one to call anybody anything. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> And then, because I was talking about the pharmaceutical industry and how we need to investigate more um, holistic stuff because of how the corruption is in the industry, just like we're talking about corruption too. He was very offended. Then I go to his page, I said, why is he so offended at me? That he called me an idiot, the person he used to like. And I go, and what does he do for a living now? He's not doing no music. He's not doing any music. He's a pharmaceutical salesman. <laughs> He's a pharma independent pharmaceutical salesman. So that's that. So to, to go with the ways that I was discussing, it wouldn't hinder his job. So that's your job, but you adapted all the philosophies of the of the job? Really? So you're not doing nothing healthy. That would explain that nine month stomach he got. He didn't always have that. But anyway, um, anyway, we have to get beyond these feelings. These, you know, you just on your sleeve and you're gonna just tell everybody off. I started to, to, to do my response to that one guy, D. I started to say, wow, I guess you told me, huh? Hmm. <laughs> people need to think they told you all. It's something that they need. Hey, man, you can have it. You don't make me or break me. This is online. I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And your criticism of it is neither means nothing. It means zero. You understand? 
because I'm a balanced individual. I understand why I say the things I say, but it was it was madness. On Saturday, it was complete madness. I said, wow, I didn't open up a can of worms up in here. <laughs> this is it's crazy. Love people. So we're going to slow the pace down. Now we have the fast pace, but we're gonna slow the pace down for this one because we have to iron out a plan. Because from just experience, just from experiencing what happened with 44, we know what's going to, we can supposition, we can have a hypothesis, we can have a educated guess on what's going to happen with 46. Especially with who his vice president is, as far as the fortunes, the fortunes of young American black men and some young American black women. We can see the fortunes and we will be able to see the fact that there will be more civil payoffs than police prosecutions for the untimely, unwarranted, unwanted murders, killings, deaths of young American black men and young American black women. And why is it always young American black men or young black women or men who are still of a certain age to still bring about and bring about the birth of children through their deposit. Why is it always that? Well, hmm, we might we might discuss that during the week. Just let the fox in the hen house. You just let the fox in. Now you got to figure out what your defense is going to be. Because you've seen this play before, but you're, it's probably a little too much sugar because your long-term and short-term memory, or maybe it's the weed. It's the weed. It's the weed. It's the weed. Make you forget. Or it's them releasing and legalizing hard drugs like cocaine and heroin, which will be the croutatah of American black people. If we do not come up with a plan to have constant resistance against the forces that want to see our young children demise. Unless we come up with the plan that is the resistance against the forces that want to see our young children demise. I believe that children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. But children keep getting killed. All right, people. Psychological thought process. All right, people. 
So we will see you tomorrow. You know, we come on Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. EDT is Eastern Daylight Time. They changed it from Eastern Standard Time to Eastern Daylight Time when they went to this daylight. And, 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 and PDT is Pacific Daylight Time. For those who didn't know, you know, you got to catch up because we're in the 21st century, not the 19th. All right, people. So we will see you tomorrow on another great episode of Hashtag Observations. Try to clip me there. Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, Tanya M. Congress. There's something about Germany, why I made the curator's deck of the Hollywood French community. Unity, 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 unity,